Hello, and welcome to A Study in Sakuga, a podcast about two friends uncovering the mysteries of anime together. I am your anime Sherlock, Lexi. And I am your anime Watson Holden. Um, before we get into our episode, uh, I do want to talk about the show we're watching a little bit uh, today and my history with it. Um, I... Uh, I first found this show a few years ago, uh, Toradora, we are talking about today, uh, when I was in a deep depressive funk, and I watched the entire- Just a sh- hole. Yeah, just, the- <laughs> just really deep in a depression pit. Uh, it wasn't a fun time for me, uh, but uh, for two days I watched the two seasons of it, and I- it it helped me get through those two days very well. It was a nice diversion from everything going on in my head. And it was just a nice, comfy place for me. This is a very comfy show. It is uh, very cute. The stakes are low, which I appreciate. Yeah, it's low stakes. It's got a nice art style. All of the characters are very fun to look at. More um, like Toradorable, am I right? <laughs> am I right? You're right. <laughs> You're right. You're not wrong. Um, uh, it is. It is very cute. I I will say without doing you know getting into either of the episodes that we watched today, um, Lexi, I'm going to tell you this is a secret you know about me, but I'm sure that our you know friends that are listening uh, can keep a secret. Uh, all of them don't tell each other <laughs> yeah don't anything. don't tell anyone anything this is a sacred pact don't tell holden don't tell people holden's deep dark secret which is this uh i am a slut for rom-coms i love them i <laughs> deeply i don't know what it is uh but the the two the the tension of not even will they won't they is just it's the ah they love each other and they don't even know it yet something about that is is deeply pleasing to me to see unfold yeah uh that's one of the reasons i chose this uh chose this anime was because i knew i knew you would like this uh like not this show in particular but i knew you liked rom-coms and uh i noticed that like as i was choosing the first anime we would watch that I had picked mostly just kind of like standard battle shonen of uh, most of them and I was like I really I really need to throw some flavor in there need something uh, a bit different Pick Yeah, this... I um I I don't know I fucking love a rom-com. It speaks to me. It's very comfortable territory for me cuz you know in other animes uh you know it could go either way. It's like what's gonna happen and this show within 45 seconds of the show starting i know exactly what's going to happen (laughs) yeah you you know that you're gonna see some teens and they're gonna fall in love and they're gonna have emotions that uh, that teens have and it's you're gonna see them like running running around not knowing what to do and it's gonna be a fun time yeah uh 
And as much as we all deeply wish we had never been a teenager, um, <laughs> this show reminds us that, um, yeah, it still sucks. It still sucks to be a teenager, even in even in this modern era of technology. Um, before we we should probably actually get into the episode. Uh, we are watching uh, Toradora. Uh, the first episode is called Tiger and Dragon. Um, it is which adap- I thought was out of order. <laughs> yeah, they kind of flipped it. They flipped the episode names, I think, but uh, we'll get to that when we talk about the second episode. Uh, it was adapted from the light novel by Yuyuko Takemiya. Takemiya. Uh, and so Holden. Yes. A light novel. A light I'm, novel. Yeah, that term is probably new to you. Uh, I think the uh, yeah, best. <laughs> I think what the word you're looking for is novella. Not almost. It's almost correct. Uh, the best way I could explain a light novel is probably it's like it's like young adult fiction, essentially. Oh, so it's this is teen vampire romance. Yeah, this is this, this is, is teen. This is Twilight. It's not it's not exactly Twilight, but it is teen romance. It is like this is a uh, series of novels that was written for a teenage audience, mostly. Um, I mean, sure, but also so was Twilight. Yes, I'm but... more in common with Twilight here than you are willing <laughs> to grant it, which I think. I you think know, let's be kinder to Twilight. It's 2021, the year of our Lord. We can acknowledge that Twilight influenced a genre. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, I I just think that there there's a lot of light novels of this genre in Japan. Very few of them have vampires, though. That seems like a damn shame. <laughs> uh, but uh, the anime adaptation uh, aired in 2008. Um, so this anime came out around when we were like in middle school and high school. So I would have been 13 when this yeah. show came out. Yeah. That's rough to say. <laughs> huh? So, uh it's that's worse for you. You would have been 14. Yeah, this this show is, hit exactly when we were going through puberty and teenager feelings. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Uh so we could we this is this is the age that these characters are at pretty much uh they're actually probably a little older than us um but anyway they do seem like they're 17-ish don't they yeah um uh another note i have uh before we get into the meat of the episode is the title toradora is derived from the names of the two main characters taiga and ryuji uh taiga's name is uh a homophone for tiger uh or is homophonic with tiger in english and uh is that the joke that they're making yeah yeah that's why she's called the palm top tiger is that her name is taiga oh i that went completely over my head. totally missed you wow i didn't get didn't even compute to me uh, I was. And... I'll be honest with you. This is. I. I have not consumed a lot of uh, media 
with uh, foreign names in them. <laughs> so I'm doing a lot of work just to try to um, make sure that I am remembering them correctly. Hi, this is Lexi in editing. Uh, just wanted to give a brief disclaimer that we do actually get a whole lot of names wrong this episode. So please bear with us uh, during the those times. That's all. Bye. Um, and Taiga was like, oh, easy. Wow. That one's <laughs> uh, two syllables. It's very short. Yeah. Uh, there's a word similar to that in English. Boom. Got it. <laughs> Tucked that away. Didn't investigate that any uh, any deeper. Uh, uh, Taiga is, uh, tiger is synonymous with the native Japanese word Tora. Uh, and I assume Dora is the dragon. Yes. Dora is... Uh, uh, dragon, which uh, also the uses the kanji ryu, uh, which is part of Ryuji's name. So it's uh, Toradora because uh, Tora and Doragun and the names are Taiga and Ryuji. Okay. Yep. Okay. Yep. All right. This is connecting the dots a little bit better for me now. I just... I'm so glad that you were here to explain that to me because there is absolutely zero research I would have done on the title. Yeah. Uh, but now that we are in it, uh, I let's... do like that it has an exclamation point at the end. Yeah, it's it's excited. It's a an excited show. The it's like Toradora. It's a uh... it wants you to get hype about it a little bit, you know. Yeah. Uh, and with that, I think we should get into it. The the show opens with uh, our first protagonist uh, getting ready in the bathroom. Uh, and he's, like, looking at a, a fashion magazine for men. Uh, and is kind of peeved with, the, with it because it's uh, talking about how uh, fluffy bangs are all in right now. Uh, and like he can't get his bangs to look like the way they do in the picture, and he's like, "This is a bunch of bullshit. I hate it." <laughs> uh, yeah, he <laughs> he's having a bad time. He's having a bad morning in this bathroom where he can't get his hair to do what he wants it to do. He like tries to throw the little book away and anger the magazine away in the trash tips the trash over he has to like scramble to pick it up only to discover like his bathroom's molding over <laughs> and so he has to spend all morning scrubbing black mold out of his bathroom uh, I, and like this is the first introduction to like ryuju's like quirky character trait which is that he's a huge neat freak and like he sees <laughs> he sees mold and he's like fucking mold in my bathroom i will not have it I was just like, who is this teenage fuck right now? He's just like, this is your own home. You're bumbling around your own bathroom. It just, God. It, I do like how they set this scene up with the next scene, which is Taiga in waking up in her bed, which is like a four poster, huge, you know, California king. <laughs> and she like has this beautiful sunrise that she like sits up in bed against. And I'm like, damn, your highness. <laughs> that is uh, she has a huge bed a very nice apartment that she does not keep very clean you are not big enough for that bed you're too small for that big bed <laughs> what uh, do you need with all that space over this we get uh a small quote uh of 
the two musing on uh what is kind of a little thesis on uh love it seems they I was say, gonna say they're talking about love right yeah they're they're saying something akin to uh the it's some people have things hidden within them that are hard to get at but once you find them it makes the that thing all the more precious uh because it's not something everyone else sees this is the most kingdom hearts ass opening i think i've ever seen <laughs> there's like a soft acoustic guitar while both characters sort of just wax rhapsodic about like a very vague feeling yeah and just kind of say it like this into the void <laughs> do you think so riku <laughs> don't you think we'll be friends don't forever you, don't you think maybe it is the thing in the heart that people most need <laughs> a kingdom of hearts one might say but just like it struck me so hard i was like i don't know if that's what they're gunning for but boy they they landed they landed right there in kingdom hearts uh, I think, dialogue territory i think that is just like a very japanese thing like uh one of something that i learned rather recently was that uh in a Japanese translation of an English work, uh, the character, one of the characters is professing their love, and the way they translated that into Japanese was essentially a phrase saying, isn't the moon, bu- isn't the moon beautiful tonight? Uh, it's, a, it's just kind of the cultural thing is uh, speaking poetically and kind of vaguely about those kind of feelings. I see. Now I know why Sora always beats around the bush when he talks about Riku. Yeah, yep. That's it. Just fucking cut to the heart of the matter, Sora. (laughs) Literally. Anyway, I'm sorry. This is like the second episode in a row that I've talked about Kingdom Hearts, but you have to uh, remember that I have extremely no touchstones (laughs) apart from a PlayStation game that I played uh, nearly a decade ago. Kingdom Hearts is a good touchstone, though. Uh, Um, Everyone likes Kingdom Hearts. I I won't hear any objection to that statement. <laughs> yeah, if you don't like Kingdom Hearts, you should write us a very long email um, and then just sit on it and just really think about what you've done and why you decided to write us that. Yeah. Uh, uh, but then, you know, as they sort of are done waxing poetic, it cuts to the, the OP, right? The OP. Yeah, the OP. Uh, um, this is completely jarring. What a fucking heel turn the show has taken. It was winning me over with its vague poeticism and sort of, you know, weird character quirks. And then it just did this to me. Why would it do that, Lexi? Why would it yeah. do that? A, a, very, a very energetic, poppy uh, song, uh, Pure Parade, uh, which is sung by the voice actors of all of the uh, leading women of the show. I mean, good for them. It just, what a jarring shift. It it works better in the second episode, but boy, they did. That was not... Not what you edited. expected. No, no. Uh, I, I really like this song. Uh, it gets stuck in my head all the time. But uh, after Pure Parade plays, uh, we kind of, we cut back to Ryuji kind of going about his uh, morning doing stuff. He's taking a out the garbage he's waking his mom up 
who is halfway out of her bedroom, just yeah. kind of passed out in the living room. <laughs> just passed out in the living room. She grabs his leg with her legs. Um, Just a very ass-focused character here, <laughs> the camera is. Uh, and I was like, oh, is this like, is this his girlfriend? Is this... No, they, that's... Like, they look to be the same age. You know, she's very sexual here. Is this sort of... Are they like getting like this is you know someone that he's close to? Is this just a weird like sister <laughs> thing? No, it's his mom. No, that's a it's that's his a, mom. That's his mom. Inko Chan is a very uh, is very laid laid back. Also, total milf. <laughs> Jesus like, Christ! Why is she so sexy? All, just she's he's a, like getting he's like getting ready to leave, and she's like being weird weirdly sexy to her son and then he's like yeah i guess i'm gonna go to school now sorry that i can't be here for that she's like you look just like your father and boy that guy was fucking hot <laughs> love to talk about how much you look exactly like my hot uh ex-husband right before you go off to school uh, uh, and he... then he's like yeah um i have to leave now i don't also... want to talk to you about this anymore mom also, please, please stop telling me I look like my dad. I don't like that very much. I don't like him. And also, I don't like how excited you are about that. <laughs> really, really upsetting, Mom. <laughs> uh, uh, and so he leaves. Uh, rightly so, in my opinion. Uh, Get the fuck out of there. He's uh, he's heading out. He's uh, heading to school. Still futzing with his bangs a little. You know, teenager stuff. Oh, yeah. I do appreciate this as a good touchstone for me as a teenager because I also just pushed my hair straight down into my face. <laughs> um, the only thing that's unrealistic about this is that uh, he's just not got horrible acne because of that. Yeah. Just uh, all up and around the forehead. But he seems to have a handle on it. Here's Probably. the thing. I, I would bet that Ryuji is very diligent about keeping himself clean. So that's probably why his skin is so that's nice. That's a good point. I was going to say he probably uses all the, you know, the different kinds of shampoo that weren't the Axe brand of shampoo that I used in high school. Yeah, that's probably it. Um, as he's going to school, uh, he runs into some of uh, some of his classmates and they recognize him. And they, he's surprised by running into them and is almost immediately apologetic. But they freak out and hand him his wallet and run off. Hand what him. What is it? Yeah. What is it with these shows <laughs> and just having a very nice guy who somehow has a bad reputation? They never go into why people are scared of him. And they just, both of these shows just open with him the accidentally stealing a wallet from people the thing is that ryuji has like just a kind of scary looking face apparently they, i just he just was why he even said sorry nothing that he did in that scene was aggressive in any way except for look at them in the face with his i guess crazy eyes he's he's got like he has like a permanent like he's got like resting bitch face essentially <laughs> I guess they specifically mention his eyes, which I guess are kind of spooky. Yeah, he's he's got kind of just a, a mean look in his eyes uh, all the time. But he's a nice kid. He and like he turns he, the wallets back in. He goes to the office and is like, oh, I found these. 
I found these. That guy's like, boy, you sure find a lot of wallets, don't you? (laughs) And he's like, yeah, yeah, I do. Uh, poor, poor Ryuji. He, everyone's got him wrong, except for his friend, uh, Takasu. Takasu knows what's up with Ryuji. Takasu, uh, is the only one that just reacts to who he is as a person, instead of, uh, just assuming that he's got some sort of serial killer gene. Yeah. Oh, uh, a note here. Ryuji comes to school and is, like, looking at the class lists and, like, where everyone has been assigned. Uh, so the way high schools and middle schools work in Japan is you are assigned a class and a classroom, and that is your class and classroom. You don't, like, move around like we do here in Western high schools. You just kind of stay okay. in that it's class. Just a, it's yeah. just a continuation of elementary school. Well, the way it works is, like, the teachers are the ones that come and go. You, the, oh, that's weird. Yeah, the teachers uh, have, like, a, like, office that has, like, all of their desks in, like, a cubicle formation, essentially, and it's them that, like, come in and, like, this is the English teacher, and they're going to teach English for the next half hour, and then someone else is going to come. That would, honestly, that sounds very efficient to me. Yeah. Of, like, pumping 400 high school students out into a hallway every single time a class is over yeah it's honestly pretty pretty good when you think about it a pretty neat way to run uh run a school and also a well, lot yeah, of... okay let me ask a follow-up question i'm really sorry about this but i'm just yeah. putting pieces together in my mind i'm i'm using my notepad here stroking my mustache trying to put two and two together sherlock and uh <laughs> Okay, so class presidents then are not actually are they class presidents in the sense that for all of the classes they are president, or do you elect a specific president of your classroom? Okay, so you elect a class president, and that is the president of the grade, essentially. Oh, okay, okay. So and it's yeah, actually not not the president of the grade; it's the president of the school. That's that school. Yeah, of the school. I I'm remembering this as well. Uh. And you have a class representative that reports. What is the difference? The class representative reports to the class president. As oh, like, so yeah. So a snitch in chief is what you're telling me. Yeah, essentially. Fucking uh, narcs, get out of here! No class representatives <laughs> in my high school. Uh, and then the class, uh, the class reps report to the class president the president has to be the one that manages all of the uh clubs and activities uh they're the people who are like hey you need to get your uh sign-up sheets in on time where's your uh, attendance stuff who's the, who's the teacher that's running this club all that kind of stuff hmm. we need we need to know what your budget is We're, we'll get into all of this stuff when we talk about I, like a slice I don't of life yeah, show i don't want to get a I don't want to get it out of turn, but I just am now realizing that the uh, all of the bits and pieces that I have previously understood uh, in isolation about Japanese high school are now going to maybe be more important to my everyday life. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> you, you've you picked up a little here and there probably, but not enough to like get the whole portrait of a of high school life in Japan. Yeah, I, mostly what I know is that... Um, when class is over, 
uh, people stick around and play Yu-Gi-Oh <laughs> in the classrooms. That's generally what I understand. Uh, and just to prove my point, there's a scene where two kids in the background do play Yu-Gi-Oh after class is over. So that's <laughs> that seems par for the course to me. Um, but anyway, back to Toradora. Uh, uh, Ryuji is like looking at the class sheet he's like oh wow takasu i'm glad you're in my class again uh that means we you you know me we're friends uh and then we are going up to the class and uh ryuji finds out that takasu is friends with minori (laughs) and uh she's pretty takasu is uh pretty pretty excited about that he um seems to be looking for any opportunity to sort of get closer and have a conversation with her um but he doesn't get the chance here because uh she sort of runs up yells let's enjoy every moment of our teenage years and then (gasps) runs away uh, Uh, as though that were ever achievable (laughs) in any way uh yeah Minori is a very energetic character, uh, kind of, uh, kind of a ditz. She is a bit of a, like, uh, trope in anime. She's, like, uh, what some would call a Genki girl, which is, like, the very bubbly, energetic, uh, girl that is, like, miles a minute, uh, very happy-go-lucky, that kind of stuff. Uh, and sure. she's just in and out of this scene, like, oh, hi, I know you, through. Takasu. Oh, it'll be cool to spend time with you, Ryuji. Well, I gotta go. Bye. I don't understand why everybody seems to be carrying some sort of poster tube over their shoulder. It's like a very cylindrical bag. I think that's just a duffel bag. Or... That's a bad way to have a duffel bag be. Anyway, we'll talk about it more. Yeah, I don't. I, thought, I don't remember this to this tube bag. Um, um I'll, it might... yeah, we'll talk about it as it comes up because I'm pretty sure Takasu also has a similar bag, and I thought when I saw him with it that he played the flute. <laughs> so, um, I don't think that's right. But uh, anyway, that um, might that actually might be his like uh, sports bag because Takasu plays baseball. Oh, well, we don't get any of that in these two episodes. Yeah. But anyway. Uh, he turns to sort of walk away. He says to his buddy, hey, I'll see you later. Um, and he turns around and runs smack dab into uh, Taiga. Yeah. Who just sort of leans into him. Yeah. <laughs> I really like this like image uh, where Ryuji turns, runs into Taiga, and he's like, well, I just ran into something, but I don't seem to see anyone here until he like looks down and sees a very small girl she is very tiny um but i liked that he's just sort of having like an inner inner dialogue in his head and he's like oh it's taiga oh yeah we know taiga she's very small wow she is really small wow the (laughs) palm top tiger yeah i kind of get that and then she's like she just decks she's, him in the face for no reason. He's just kind of musing to himself as like, wow, uh, wow, I think I remember this girl. She kind of has a reputation for being really intense. I can see that now. She looks pretty mad at me. And then she just punches him, like, right immediately. And you can hear the kids in the background who are like, oh, wow, 
it's a it's a Ryuji and Taiga. They're gonna they're gonna. It's like a real meeting of these it's a uh, showdown. It's the meeting of the gang, the crime lords. Yeah, the 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 two violent members of our class have uh, met up, and uh, Ryuji is absolutely a pushover. Just gets <laughs> just gets Fucking smacked get in the jaw. <laughs> I and, just don't understand. She's and he's like, "Wow, the palm top tiger." And I was like, "Does every anime protagonist have a cool nickname? Is that like a requirement for the show to progress? Is that they're like, okay, they have to have their real name, but also, what if, what if they were called the palm top tiger? And everyone in the writer's <laughs> room is like, "Oh, that's badass. I love it. Let's yeah. put it in the show." Uh, is. Name nicknames are are a thing. Uh, it names are kind of a thing. It's very important when someone calls you by your first name, especially at this age, uh, because it, it it's kind of like a familiarity thing. Uh, we say first names, but like names are flipped. So, sure, your given name is your last name in Japanese. Blah 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 blah. Okay, see. Um, I sort of vaguely knew that, um, uh, but I, I did wonder which was the, people kept switching back and forth for our main character, which is why I have him in my notes as Takasu. But, um, yeah, it was the, the last episode, we'll get to that. That also went over my head. Yeah. Uh, cause I didn't know that that was just a moment that was lost on me. Yeah. Uh, that is very, uh, very, yep, sorry, my, my train of thought just derailed. That's uh, fine, because we'll get to that when we get to the second episode. What we need to know right now is that Tyga's being very aggressive and she needs to chill. She's, like, flipping desks over. <laughs> I understand she seems sick. She's sneezing a little bit. Yeah, um, she's, she's a bit sniffly, um, but... Once uh, once uh, uh, Ryuji gets to class, he finds that his image has been somewhat redeemed by being punched by Taiga, because everyone's like, oh, Ryuji doesn't seem so bad. I mean, he just kind of took that punch and, like, didn't make a whole thing of it. Uh, maybe we got him all wrong. And uh, Kitamura is like, see, things are looking up already for you. <laughs> Don't worry, you'll be everybody's favorite delinquent by lunchtime. <laughs> uh, but the school day goes on. Uh, Ryuji is called to the uh, called to the teacher's office, and the teacher's like, "Hey, you didn't turn in your uh, what you want to do with your life paper in," and he he's like, "Oh, sorry, I'll get I'll get you that to you." And she is immediately like, oh, no, 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 you don't need to be sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, I, I'm so, you know what? It's a dumb thing anyway. Why would I expect you to know what you wanted to do for the rest of your life as a teenager? It's not like I'm asking you to sign away thousands and thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands of dollars for something that you're just sort of picking on a whim. Wouldn't that be crazy? <laughs> she she does even go so far as to say, who am I to make you choose a path in life when I'm just a spinster teacher? And Jeez. <laughs> There was no need to nag yourself. You could have just said, "Yeah, give me a paper later. It's fine." Uh, the the teacher being single is a running joke that is in a few uh, 
comedic anime. That's kind of a thing. Uh, a bit of a stock character. But uh, Ryuji's like, oh, I left my bag in the classroom. I need to go get that. Uh, so he goes back and finds that the uh, the classroom is a bit of a mess. And well, yeah, he walks into tables literally being thrown around. <laughs> Like, yeah. a, like a wave of force. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> and a, the locker hits the wall, falls over, and out rolls Taiga in a, the fetal position. And Takasu, Takasu, to his credit, my man just goes, that looks like none of my business. Uh, and walks over to get his bag. Uh, walks over to get and his this, bag. And... This horrible demon girl, this character from The Grudge... <laughs> Stumbles to her feet, hair in her eyes, starts wiggling her fingers and says, you can't leave with that bag. <laughs> this is when the show very quickly starts to show what it really is, which is a farce. Uh, and he's like, no, this is my bag. I'm just going to go. Bye. And she's like, no, 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 no. You can't leave with that bag. Give me your bag. Uh, <laughs> it's and. and the way they frame it, it's very obvious that she put something that was not meant for him in his bag. She is terrifying in this scene. I don't know. <laughs> Deeply upsetting to have her move the way... The way that she is animated is the way you would animate a ghost that was, like, coming up through the floor. Uh, they they do a lot of very good, like, comedic, uh, like, slapstick animation uh, in this episode, lot, very expressive, uh, and you can really see what Taiga's like. Taiga does a very good job of expressing herself with uh, her body in this scene. I think she is trying to be scary. I would say it's working. Yeah, it works. Uh, uh, they struggle over the bag. Um, Taiga who falls to the ground, um, and she decides it's not worth it. Yeah, so she dips. She dips, and uh, Ryuji, this this sweet sweet boy, looks at the uh, this uh, r this like totally demolished room and is like, "Well, I better clean this up." <laughs> yeah, my sweet summer child just goes in and he's like, "Well, I can't just leave it like this." And he puts all the desks <laughs> and chairs back like they were supposed to be in perfect order, like. <laughs> Not not even just like puts puts them up and kind of kind of in a row, but like perfectly aligned. Uh, I would have not gone to this much work to make sure the the desks were that good. No, certainly not. Um, um but then you know the the scene changes and we've got Takasu at home, um, who seems to be burning a mixtape. Yeah. He's a, he's kind of burning a mixtape together while uh, working on some homework, and then he's like, "Uh, uh he's he's burning the mixtape," and then I'm like, "Oh right, I gotta do that job thing." Uh, and then he he opens up opens up his like desktop uh to look or yeah his his drawer to put his pen away, and it, there's a picture of his dad groping his mom in there, which <laughs> is something that any child would love to just keep close to their you know their hearts. <laughs> And he has a flashback about his mom talking about his dad, who even at this tender age, he seemed to really hate. 
Yeah, he doesn't like his dad very much, and she mentions uh, in this flashback that he would carry magazines around in, under his jacket <laughs> in case he ever got stabbed. Um, I believe it, she also says that he is dead. That So I, I think there is some implication there that while he did stuff his uh, uh, clothes with magazines, it didn't work as well didn't as he work. had expected. It didn't work really that well. Um, well, Takasu takes out the... Um his mixtape he tosses it in the box with all the rest of them um did you watch the sub or the dub uh i watched the sub and then uh today i put on the dub just to kind of refresh myself with it and to like look for any differences that there might have been um well this uh mixtape is titled cruising tunes spring (laughs) Um, which means he was like, yeah, this is this is some good shit to drive to. This is my cruising tunes, but only for the springtime. <laughs> you uh, know, if it tosses it right into the box with all the rest of them. You know, I have to admit that he's got his head right. <laughs> like, this is a kid who knows that cruising around in spring is different than cruising around in fall. Listen, I think that's a good way to organize your tunes, but also we'll get to the part where this is a sad thing that he's doing and yeah. not a cool thing that he's doing. Uh, um, when he goes to do that career plan, he's like, oh, shit, I'm being a bad student. I should take out my career plan and fill it out for that nice that nice teacher lady. Um, and uh, out comes a, what appears to be a love letter. Yeah, a pink envelope with a little like heart sticker that's sealing it shut uh the universal sign in anime of a love confession letter uh i like how it says from taiga if you don't want this throw it away yeah on the outside just in case (laughs) yeah just in case just uh, like she like this is such a common thing that like as soon as you see this uh, envelope you're like oh i know what this is this is very obviously someone confessing their love to me. And uh, Taiga goes so far as, listen, if you don't want this, if you don't want this, just forget it ever happened. <laughs> which is, uh, which which shows something of her character, I think. Yeah. Um, But he, so he's like, I shouldn't open this. She'll kill me. And then accidentally opens it. And then his, he tries to smash it back shut only to realize that there's nothing inside of it. Yeah, he holds it up to the light and sh- it shows that there's nothing in there. It's totally empty. And he's like, oh, she's such a klutz. I can't believe she tried. Not only did she give the letter to the wrong person because this was meant for Kitamura, but also she didn't even fill the envelope. She was so flustered. <laughs> um. And then he goes to bed and wakes up at two o'clock in the morning to a dark house. He tell he's like, no, is that my mom? No, my mom can't be home yet. Um, walks out. There's like a curtain fluttering in the background. Uh, and I was like, oh, shit, I can't believe he's about to get murdered. <laughs> yeah, he's just going to get murdered get by killed. this small grudge, <laughs> grudge girl. <laughs> And she is a horror movie villain that is stalking you right now, Takasu. <laughs> Get out. She has broken into his home and very immediately attempts to kill him with a, a kendo sword. <laughs> Just, she, 
she like fight, you know tries to like kill him with this like this wooden sword um <laughs> just chases him around his own apartment stabs it into the wall by his head yeah the stabs it into the little screen the uh you know it's a it's a paper screen that she stabs into and he's doing a very good job of dodging all of these attacks uh and all the time he is like trying to figure out what she is doing here why she is attacking him he like through her outbursts uh, is like i need to kill you because you saw you have the note you know what it is uh i want to die i am so embarrassed she says <laughs> i he's like she's like i can't let you know i'd rather kill myself and he's like well what the fuck are you attacking me for then and she says i'd rather kill you than kill myself and i was like bruh you gotta chill taiga you can't be this hard all the time there's no reason for it absolutely stone cold taiga stone cold killer and and she says don't worry this sword won't kill you it will give you amnesia if i hit you hard enough though <laughs> and as Takasu is like explaining, I don't think that's actually how it works at all. Uh, her stomach growls, and he goes, "Oh, you're hungry? Well, let's just take a break from you trying to murder me. You you look really sad and upset and hungry, and you know what I'm great at is cooking." Uh, he also does let it out that uh, the envelope was empty, and she yes, he does. With a, this realization, she relaxes a little bit, only to just pass out which is th this poor girl needs some food <laughs> just unbelievable so she tries to kill him <laughs> and my main man takasu is like well this can't stand she's hungry in my home no one goes in, hungry in my home <laughs> not in my home what a kind of a host would i be uh and does make her some fried rice uh which is he doesn't seem thrilled about it, which, you know, is great. But also, he did actually cook for her. Yeah. Um, Taiga is very embarrassed. Incredibly embarrassed. Uh, very embarrassed about everything that has happened. Uh, do doesn't seem to regret attacking him at all, but uh, is embarrassed about the whole empty envelope situation. Uh, and Ryuji is being very nice, giving her some food, and is like, well, I mean, you went as far as writing a love note and uh, trying to give it to him, which is as far as I've ever gotten. Here, let me show you. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, let me explain to you something. I've got no game. I'm incredibly not cool, and I don't know what women want. Here, let me show you. And he goes and shows her his box of shame, which is just all the poems and mixtapes and love confessions that he's wrote this one girl that he just keeps in a box and never does anything with. He he's just like, yeah, this is uh, this is all of the stuff I've written. Look to look at all of this uh, work that I've done, and I've never had the backbone to go through with any of it. <laughs> he's like. Takasu's like, at least you're pathetic like me, huh? <laughs> and she's like, damn, I guess you're right. I guess you really are pathetic. Uh, and then she like starts reading it. Uh, oh, and he's like, yeah, you you know, you just need some courage. You need to have the energy to go through with the things. And she's like, too minori. And she's like, and he's like, yeah, 
Exactly, like Minori. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is also weirdly the point uh, that uh, his bird, Inko, uh, reveals himself. Oh, yes. Herself? Uh, Inko, yes. Uh, Inko, the bird, uh, I believe that is uh, correct. Um, something's wrong with this bird. I have birds. <laughs> This bird, this bird ain't right. This bird needs to go see a doctor. That bird ain't right. That bird ain't right. Um, here's what I'll note also, and I would be remiss. My fiance would never let me forget it if I didn't say this into the microphone to you and all of our listeners. That cage is not big enough for, for Inko. Inko needs a bigger cage. Inko does need a bigger cage. I did recognize this upon this watching that uh, he really needs to get that bird a bigger cage needs a bigger cage it needs to have the room to spread out its wings twice over yeah also probably should let that bird out of its cage i don't know if his mom is doing that sleeping it's sleep it's nighttime but also yeah during the day it needs to be out of the cage a little bit can't just sit in the cage all day bad bird owners bad inko seems like inko's struggling okay and i (laughs) we'll get it to the next episode but i have real concerns about inko I need to know that uh, that bird's going to be okay. Uh, before we get to that, it is uh, so Taika realizes that it is Minori that uh, Ryuchi has gone to all of this work for, and he's like, "Oh, oh no, you you can't. Uh, that's bad that you have that information. Listen, you can't tell anyone. Listen, I'll do anything. I'll do anything." As long as you don't tell Minari that I have feelings for her. Um, and, uh, she says, she just keeps hitting him, right? She just, like, keeps, she, like, punches him again, and then he goes, she still wants relationship advice from him. Yeah. So she's that far gone where she's just gonna keep punching my, my poor guy, um, and then demanding relationship advice yeah from him but Uh, also what does she say exactly i don't remember what she says something to she says oh you'll do anything you'll do anything you'll be you'll be like a dog for me you will obey my every command (laughs) and he's like yeah yeah sure whatever i just need you to leave before my mom comes home and i need you to not say anything about meanery i cannot unacceptable that he agreed to these terms (laughs) unacceptable that she's like you'll be like a dog to me and he's like yeah absolutely that'll be me have some self-respect my dude listen all of these characters have some stuff they need to work on just everyone's got some crippling character flaws right now he this is he needs i we're gonna have a chat and he's gonna he's gonna need to love himself just a little bit better okay um but she leaves, and he's like, hey, uh, do you need me to, like, walk you home? And she's like, no, I live nearby, and I have this uh, this blunt force that I can use on <laughs> if I need to. <laughs> I have all this trauma that I can inflict on people. <laughs> and he says, that's exactly what I'm worried about. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's, like, about to leave, and she's like, uh, sorry about the hole that I put in your wall, you know, when I was trying to kill you and all. Uh, here, take my letter, and you can just use it as a patch, or, you know, if you want to get it replaced, I'll pay for it. Whatever, it's paper. Um, 
Uh, so he, you know, he's like, okay, um, weird I guess night. This is collateral for me, right? <laughs> weird night. Um, gonna go to bed. Uh, and then he wakes up in the morning to his phone ringing. Uh, and it's it's a Taiga saying, "Go to the balcony, you dumbass, right now." And he's like, "What? Why are you calling me this early?" Why do I need to go? What? What's going on? I'm cooking. I'm cooking breakfast. Um, but she does. You know, he does it because he's a nice guy. Uh, and it turns out that Tyga's window is like three feet from his balcony. Yeah, we learn how she got so easily into his uh, house because she just climbed out of her window onto his balcony and got into his house. Like, it was that easy. <laughs> and she says, come over right now, or I'll beat the shit out of you. <laughs> and uh, he says, well, give me ten minutes, I gotta make breakfast, and I can even bring you some breakfast. Yeah, uh, which is very very nice of him, but she is like a stickler to him, because at first he is only, only holding up three fingers to her as uh, she they have this conversation, and he's and she's like, Ten minutes or three minutes? And he's like, puts the phone on his shoulder, fingers, ten minutes! Both hands, ten minutes! Uh, so he makes breakfast uh, and goes over and he discovers that Taige is living is in... wicked rich. Not only wicked rich, but living in... In an absolute pigsty. <laughs> what did the what did the sub say when he entered her home? Oh, I I don't know if I have it in my note. Because the dub says he comes in and says, "Oh my god, it smells like ass." It <laughs> 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 was very funny to me. Um, but he comes in and he's like, "Oh wow, she's she sort of lives in filth," and then looks over. At the the sink, which is crawling with mold and garbage. It's so um, gross. They blurred it out. They blurred it out. And he is so enraged by this that he runs from room to room, throwing open doors in a kind of a kind of fury. <laughs> Just an absolute an absolute madness. Just opening every door, calling for her. And he like throws open e her bedroom door and says, Tyga, you have to let me clean this apartment. This is unacceptable. <laughs> um, but she's sleeping, and she looks pretty, so, you know, he's not gonna just wake her up. Yeah, he he's like, wow, she's so small in this huge, in, in this huge bed, in this huge apartment. She looks even more like a doll. Which... Uh, it's, it's interesting that you point out that this was a relic from 2008 because she does have a flip phone with her in the bed which is also funny to me flip phones are huge things uh i don't think uh i think for whatever reason uh the uh the touchscreen phone uh kind of became more in vogue later than flip phones for mm. at, at least for teenagers it seems uh, because you see a lot of those in anime. Well, regardless, he decides to let her sleep. And he's like, well, while I'm here, I might as well clean the whole place top to bottom. Yeah. 
And he does. He does so. And he does. And he does do that because he's a nice guy. He is you know? he is so Ryuji is the best boy. He's so nice. He's so nice. He does it and he's like, haha, yeah. She wakes up and he's like, I hope this is okay. I cleaned your whole apartment. And she's like, actually, fuck you. This sucks. I hate that you did this. <laughs> she says, you broke into my house and I did not give you permission to clean this apartment. My God, she sucks. She's the love interest here. She's already, she's tried to kill him. She wasn't nice to him when, when he did all this cleaning. He cooks her breakfast, which she eats, and she doesn't even thank him for it. All right, so this is the time where I, this is, he can do better. This is the time where I tell you that Taiga is a sundere. Do you know what this means? She could be a, yes, I, okay. The only reason that I know what this means is because you have told me what it means. I do not. I am sure. I. I'm probably. I probably have done this at some point. Say. Say it again to me, to, just to make sure that we're using the same, the same terminology to mean the same things. All right. So a sundere is a type of character that at first appears very cold and harsh on the outside, but then as time goes on, softens and lightens up. And begins to show uh, more of their true feelings towards a person. Um, okay, so sort of like my future wife, current fiance. Yes, exactly. Abby is definitely a tsundere. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't fact, know if she would enjoy being described as that. So maybe that's just a, another secret between you, me, and our listeners. But uh, My girlfriend is also a self-described tsundere. <laughs> I don't know if you can give yourself that label. Um, I would agree. I would agree with her. <laughs> Seems uh, like that makes you a different thing. Me? Yes, I'm very... Uh, oh, no. Girl, my girlfriend, Erin, is very much a tsundere. Uh, she definitely takes a, lot, a bit of time to warm up to people. Uh, but, yeah. Well, I, I'm excited to see what sort of anime girl I am. Yeah, you know what? I I have some thoughts on this. Uh, oh, I'm we'll really get glad it. that you do. Because <laughs> I don't think I... I definitely don't think I'm this. If my feelings are hurt this this much uh, for uh, Takasu, then I can't imagine that I am this horrible little girl. <laughs> I guess she's not a little girl. She is physically small, but you yeah. can uh, and on the age aspect, they are basically juniors in high school. Uh, okay, so they're like 16. Yeah. These are 16-year-olds. Okay. Well, she's mean to him. I don't like it. He can do better is <laughs> where I'm leaving it at the fir- end of this first episode. Uh, and, uh, but yeah, she is very rude about, uh, him making breakfast for her, even going so far as to specifically not thank him for it. He, she does not do the traditional itadakimasu uh, right away. She says, thank you to the rice gods and the rice farmers, and that's it. <laughs> no one else. She calls him a dog, but she's the real bitch. Am I right? <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> You're not wrong. She is incredibly rude. Um, anyway, that's what we end this this first episode on, is her being just horrible to Takasu for no reason after yeah. all that good stuff. 
And uh, with the end of this episode, we are going to go to break. Second episode of Toradora. I remember the name of the show. Good job. Because um, you did explain it to me in detail <laughs> uh, in the first half. Do you remember what the title of the episode is? Uh, it's called Taiga and Ryuji, which is why I think that it is they need to have flipped the titles. Yeah. Because the first title, title was Tiger and Dragon. Um, and this one is Taiga and Ryuji, and I think that it would have worked better in the terms of the show theming if the first episode was Taiga and Ryuji, and this episode was Tiger and Dragon. Yeah, because but... the the show kind of tells you who the protagonist and deuteragonist of this show are in the first episode, and then the second episode kind of shows what their dy- dynamic for the uh going forward is going to be Um, just seems like that would have worked better but as i have no power to change it uh, something that happened in uh 2008 um the show sort of this episode anyway opens up with them all having breakfast in ryuji's house yeah uh yeah, Ryuji and Taiga and Ryuji's mom are all uh coming are all having breakfast together. Uh and you know, it's a nice time. His mom seems to really be having fun with it. She is having way too much fun with having a guest. Uh I think she says that it's so much more interesting with Taiga here. And I was like, this is your son. <laughs> you can't this mean to your son um Um, uh, i think we passed over something quickly in the previous episode uh the reason that uh uh ryuji's mom is uh is asleep uh all the time in the in the daytime is because she is a hostess uh okay i okay i i know that is a concept that exists in japan but what i was gonna guess was lounge singer no she she is a hostess which means that it's kind of like a waiter or waitress uh but they the other thing that they do besides bringing you uh drinks and food is that they just kind of hang out with you and just like help you have a good time uh and so that's like a fun like a fun waitress. Yeah, the a waitress that gets to drink. Yeah, a waitress that gets to drink also uh usually supposed to be a little bit flirty. Uh you know, people keep people interested, keep people drinking, that kind of thing. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. What a job just to get people uh drunk at work. Mhm. 
but also you get to get drunk at work that sounds fun to me yeah and i think uh in the brief uh, bit that uh they show her at work they also point out that she has like a stage name essentially when she's at work and like all of the people who are around are like cheering her on as she chugs a beer which is fun <laughs> good for her yeah uh, but we open with them having breakfast together Yes, and it's quickly discovered that Taiga has fucking devoured all of his rice. He <laughs> made so much extra, and she's just plowed through it all. Yeah. Um, in which he's, like, a little mad about it, but he's, like, you know, it's whatever. Um, and then we cut to Inko um, in his cage, his small cage, who says something, and then just some of his feathers fall <laughs> off. He says, uh, like, Ryuji gets mad at Taiga... For eating all the rice. And then Inko says, sorry. And then has some feathers fall off. Oh my god. That broke my fucking heart. Oh my god. Take this bird out of his cage. He cannot be in it if his feathers are falling out. He's so stressed. <laughs> I I think uh, at some point, uh, Taiga even says, that bird is very stressed. It yes, needs she help. says it. Oh, this is unacceptable. If they don't get my Inko some better accommodations, I will not be able to progress with this show. This is <laughs> deeply upsetting to me as a bird owner. Uh, but um, but any anyway, we get through the we get through the OP, and they're walking to school. Taiga and Ryuji are walking to school, and Taiga's just razzing him, <laughs> just just fucking ripping him a new one for no reason just being very mean yeah it, she's she's just ribbing him just really laying into him and he's like she says you? she's like you're my dog remember you're a mongrel and he's like i'm not a dog i'm I, i'll help you but like you're being a real jerk and she walks away and i don't know what it says in the sub but in the dub she says shut up and rot in hell and i was like <laughs> this bitch this, that's so mean there's no that's like cranked up to 11 uh, as they are going on to school, uh, she's, she says this incredibly cool thing to Ryuji, and then, uh, Minari shows up, and, uh, Taiga just, on a dime, just changes her mood, and is just, like, giddy and happy, and gives Minari a huge hug, and, uh, is just, and Ryuji is like, oh, I see what's happening now. <laughs> I get it. She's she's blackmailing me. Yeah. Taiga is blackmailing Ryuji. <laughs> and he's like, well, I guess this kind of works out for me. Uh, Ryuji, ever the optimist. He He's like, oh, I guess I I guess maybe I'll get something out of this if I help her well enough. Uh, maybe she'll help me with Minari. Uh, but they... Uh, Minari is like, oh, you two walking together. I know what this means because Minari, like me, has seen anime before. Uh, walking to school with someone is the surefire sign of these people like each other. Uh, um, uh, of which no one disabuses her of this. Um, and before anyone can, they sort of leave to go to class. Uh, Taiga does take a moment to say, no, 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 uh, we just live next to each other. I don't even talk to him that much. Don't worry about it. Mm. 
I don't think anybody's buying that. Yeah, it's very obvious later in the episode that people aren't, people don't believe this. Um, anyway, the next scene is at gym. At gym, and yes. their their ripped PA teacher <laughs> is just fucking flexing on all these little sixteen year olds. <laughs> kind of rude of him, honestly. It's kind of rude of him to just be this jacked in a, like a cutoff tank top. No reason <laughs> for it, my guy. Listen, I don't know who you're trying to impress here. All of these kids have not gone through puberty yet. They aren't. They aren't. Li- they literally ain't... not. Not one of these children has muscles. They, not one of them. Not one of them is done baking. Like they ain't done yet. <laughs> <laughs> this is not. This is not a person yet. Maybe he's doing it to encourage them. He's like, ah, if you do basketball right, you too could look like me. Uh. And while he is lecturing these kids on muscles, uh, Ryuji and uh, Taiga give a knowing look to each other uh, because they have a plan for when they start doing some basketball drills. Uh, Their plan is that uh, Ryuji and Taiga will pair together and do passes, and Taiga is going to stand right by whoever... Uh, Kushieda, uh, not Kushieda, um, bop, bop, bop. No, it's Kushieda. Uh, Kitamura. Uh, oh, you're right. Right by who, whoever Kitamura is uh, paired up with, and Ryuji is going to deck them with the, the ball. He, yeah, just... he will abscond <laughs> with them to the nurse's office. Leaving, uh, Taiga open to swoop in. Yes. Uh, and so Taiga and Ryuji pair off, and immediately another girl pairs up with, uh, with Kitamura. And Taiga's like, what? This isn't a, what we planned. This sucks. I hate this. We need to, this like, we need to do this plan immediately, as soon as possible. He's like, I can't, it's a girl. I can't throw a ball at a girl. And <laughs> she says... <laughs> What are you? What are you? Sexist? Sexist? (laughs) I just... I'm just like, what the fuck? What are you, a sexist? Because you wouldn't kill a girl? Oh, you'd hit a boy with a ball, but you wouldn't hit a ball... (laughs) A girl with a ball? Come on. We got a plan going. (laughs) Jesus Christ. She cold-blooded. And then... Cold-blooded. And then... Uh, Ryuji is distracted because then uh, Minori pairs up with a guy and he's like, what? Oh, no, I don't want that to happen either. <laughs> so he's being distracted Nothing's by both right of these things. Me. He's distracted she, by she's, those she's things. She's terrible. Yeah, this entire time. Minori uh, <laughs> is terrible at at basketball. She did not make it to her partner. Yeah, uh this is a sport she isn't good at and she's kind of just like goofing around because like she's trying to do a pass with no thumbs. And she's like, "Wait, wait, wait. I got it." And it it like falls out of her hand and just like bounces across the floor and her partner's like, "Wow, that kind of sucked." <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "That wasn't good." <laughs> She's like, I'm just perfecting my terrible pass. <laughs> uh, and 
And uh, Ryuji's like, I wish I could be joking with her about her terrible pass right now. Uh, meanwhile, Taiga's like, pass, 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 pass to me right now. Doing her <laughs> gremlin dance. I don't know how to describe it anyway. She's just sort of like, do it. I'm right in front of her. Do it she's, now. She's like doing, being very active about like getting the pass, like showing that she's, look, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Uh, and he's like kind of, kind of distracted by all the different things going on. Uh, and he like passes the ball very hardly straight into Taiga's face. <laughs> to in his defense, she did look away. Yeah, uh, they were both very distracted. Taiga looks away for a second, and uh, Ryuji passes right into her face, and he's like, "Oh, this is bad." Uh, uh, it didn't go well for both of them, um, but that doesn't stop them. Um, okay, so there's a home economics room, which means that at least for one class, they have to go to the home yeah. economics room to cook. Yeah, there are, like, different classrooms that are, like, for very specific things. Like, they, the school probably also has, like, a music room and a, uh, uh, a like, science lab as well. Uh, okay, that makes sense, I guess. I just, yeah. I had my questions. Um, um, well, inside... They, uh, uh, Takasu Ryuji teams up with Taiga to bake cookies. Yeah, uh, and while this is going on, uh, Ryuji kind of is waxing poetic about how, uh, Taiga seems pretty mean, but also she tries very hard at things, and it's kind of getting to him, and he he's like, I'm kind of starting to really root for her in her efforts because she's trying so hard and also doing a bad job. And I just kind of want her to win. <laughs> um, well, they do successfully make the cookies. She has a bag full of them, right? Yeah. Uh, and the plan has turned into giving him these cookies as a gift. Yeah. Right. And so they go to try to find them. Uh, ooh, and boy, Taiga's not taking it well. She's extremely nervous. She's so nervous. Stiff Very as a nervous. board, shaking. Uh, and Ryuji opens the door. Taiga steps in and is like, where's, uh, where's, where's Kitamura? I have something for him. And the, one of the students is like, oh, he went over to the other building and they look out into the hallway, and Kitamura is Those are the kids running. playing Yu-Gi-Oh, by the way. <laughs> Those were the kids playing Yu-Gi-Oh. I just wanted to point it out. That's a callback. <laughs> um, right there. That's what they're doing. Anyway, uh, yes, he has left and has immediately ran out of the room and has fled. Yeah. And running he's, as fast he's, as he he's can. He's booking it. So, of course, uh, Taiga and Ryuji take off after him in this uh brief chase scene uh and Ryuji quickly is starts to run out of stamina and she's like wow he's he, he's like wow she's fast <laughs> <laughs> i thought this guy played baseball <laughs> where's your fucking sprints my guy uh yeah uh uh kitamura plays baseball so he's pretty fast uh kushieda is not very 
fast. Uh, no, I thought you meant uh, Ryuji played baseball. No, Kitamura plays baseball. Okay, okay. That's... I was going to say, that doesn't seem in line with him at all, playing baseball. No. He... Anyway. He is not they... a, a club person. He's kind of got no. a lot keeping his house together. Anyway. They chase after him. Um... And there is a sharp turn down the stairs, which neither of them were expecting. Yeah. And Taiga slips and falls. And I just want to point out that there is something about the way she falls and the way they animate her hair moving that is very, it looks very pretty to me. It looks very nice, this like floating moment where she is falling back and uh, Ryuji sees this and jumps into action and catches her uh, against the I'm wall. I'm so glad that you think that her hair looks pretty as it flows here, because to me, I have her in my head as the the ghost from The Grudge. <laughs> so it just looked like more ghost ghostly hair movement at this point. Sort of ethereal. I suppose this is the way that we're both yeah, coming it, down on this. It's very ethereal. I like how much uh, hair uh, Taiga has. It is... Uh, a part of her character design that I like a lot. Um, it kind of emphasizes just how small she is. It really does nothing for her in terms of making her seem taller, that's for sure. Um, but the bag of cookies goes boop right out the window. Right out the window. She arcs up just very, just little, just nudges over the edge and goes over. Yep. And it's gone. It's gone. But, um... But Ryuji was able to protect Taiga from the fall and is holding her in a pose that looks very tender and intimate uh, that the show kind of lingers on for a moment before uh, going, cutting to uh, Ryuji kind of just sitting in the classroom waiting for Taiga to show up from uh, finding the cookies. Uh, which she has done. She found the cookies, and she he expects her to be mad, but she comes in, and and she's actually just extremely sad because she's really concerned that she's a klutz. Um, you know, she forgot to put the letter in. Um, she forgot to put the letter in. She almost messed she, up making the cookies. She uh, got she hit with the ball. Tossed them out the window. They got all crushed. She didn't get to confess at all, and. Uh, Ryuji is very kind. It's like it's not all bad. I would I would eat those destroyed cookies. That seems pretty okay. Yeah. Uh he uh like to try to lift her spirits, he opens up the bag of cookies and just dumps them all into his mouth and is like, Mmm, those were good. You did a good job on the cookies. Uh I'm sure he would have loved those. And it's too bad for him, all for me. Just a uh, just a very nice thing for him to say <laughs> it's just he's it's very kind of him he's really trying um, to lift her spirits he's trying to make her happy um but then they sort of go go off and there's like a confessional sort of witnesses they call them yeah in the show um, um that are are people they're 
appears just talking about how they're sure that they're dating. Yeah, people have taken notice of how much uh, Taiga and Ryuji are hanging out, and the whole class now thinks that they're dating. Like, someone says... I've seen them leaving an apartment together. I've seen them eating uh, eating cookies together. I see them uh, walk uh, to school together. It's... Um, yeah. Yeah, it's... It is very much everybody's been set up to... I don't want to say this into a microphone, but here we are. Uh, <laughs> set up to ship them. <laughs> yeah, the, um, the whole class at this point is shipping them. Which is... At this point, I I have a uh, here's my thesis. Mm-hmm. I want to know what you think about it. At this point, the show starts to do anime at both of Taiga and Ryuji. Yes, at them. They are the punchline to this anime joke. Yeah, they um they do not see that they are in an an anime, and everyone else is like, oh, Ryuji and Taiga are my favorite anime. <laughs> and they walk in. And all of the class is silently waiting for them. And one of the girls in the front, the front row, very quietly goes, "Squee." <laughs> and, and I was, I cringed because that's terrible. But, the, but then Ry, Ryuji goes, "Squee, squee," and then like what? immediately, like, <laughs> like fucking, he gets yanked out of the room uh, to go talk to somebody else. But I was like, "All right, that was a good joke. That was good timing." <laughs> Whoever did that was yeah, that was pretty funny. That was a that was a very well delivered joke on uh on the writers' parts, and then we get a few pretty good jokes in the in the goods in this scene coming up, uh because uh Ryuji and Taiga are summoned to the rooftop to talk to uh uh Minori because Minori needs to talk to Ryuji, <laughs> and she is standing. With her hand on the chain link fence and her her jacket is fluttering in the wind, looking very solemn. Uh, and then she turns around and literally begs Ryuji to be kind and a good boyfriend to her friend. Yeah, she is like, I can see you have emotions for Taiga. And I need you to promise. Promise not to make her cry. <laughs> she means so much to me. My dear friend Taiga. And I just <laughs> it's so melodramatic. It's ridiculous. It's very funny. Uh and then Taiga is Taiga and Ryuji are like, what what are you talking about? What the fuck is going on? And then behind them, uh Kitamura is on top of this the, the stairwell roof. On top He's of on the, the stairwell. Roof. The stairwell. <laughs> he turns around and they both go what the fuck? And Ryuji goes, how did you even get up there? <laughs> and and uh, Kitamura is like clapping his hands and he says, ah, good job, uh, uh, <laughs> Ryuji. You've, uh, you've landed a real catch. You two are just perfect for each other. I can tell. <laughs> and Taiga is absolutely distraught at this and she's like, no, 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 I- no. This is what I'm talking about is that they they just started doing anime at both of our main characters. Both of these two love interests are just like had a dramatic <laughs> specifically anime moment at both Taiga and Ryuji and they're just like, "What? No, I didn't 
ah, we gotta get out of here. This is no good. Yeah, the there is a cut to a wider angle, wider angle, framing all of the characters at once, and you can see the ladder that Kitamura used to get onto the roof. <laughs> That's very funny to me. That man's got some timing. Yeah, he's just... got some theater in his blood. I appreciate that about him. Yeah, so they they leave this scene dejected and like this this sucks people think we're dating i don't i don't like it uh they go to a what was it a jenny's johnny's a johnny's diner a definitely not a denny's this oh it might be jenny's hang on this is not a denny's though no it's johnny it is johnny's yeah. Uh, no, it's not a Denny's, even though they do, it looks, does it appear to be a diner. Uh, and they are kind of just, like, talking about how much they hate this situation that they are in. Taika is apologetic to Ryuji, and she feels bad. Uh, and they're walking home in, through the alleyway after their sad diner. Uh, visit and uh, they come across a phone pole and she does well Tyga does before this Tyga says the reason that she's been over so often and been bugging him is because she felt at home at Uh, house right yeah and that her her parents and her didn't get on and so they just got her an apartment that was far away from them uh this is a thing that is somewhat common in anime is uh characters rich girl uh characters uh sometimes are living without parents because the they there is a place that they can live that is closer to their high school uh so they kind of just have their own little apartment uh is this real is this a real thing yes this is a real thing you would just trust a 17 year old with an apartment with a small apartment solely for the purpose of uh yeah they they have a whole lot of independence in that specific way oh my god i wouldn't trust a 17 year old with lunch money i don't know uh but this is like more for if the uh because in japan you can get into better high schools based on your test scores so if you get into a really good high school but it's like two towns away and the whole family isn't going to pick up and move to that high school so you know that's a good point i suppose just seems like a lot of independent no wonder that her apartment was so filthy she never learned how to clean yeah never learned how to clean uh and is just living on her own uh, seems kind of lonely. Uh, it does, but it does seem like she, at least in her mind, thinks of Ryuji, if not a friend, then somebody who's very nice. Because as she's sort of walking along, she points out, she's like, you've been really nice to me this whole time. Uh, she points out to him that the cookies were trash. The The cookies she made were no good. They were way too salty, she said. And yeah. she's <laughs> like, you just ate them to be nice to me. There was no reason for you to eat those. You, there was no reason for you to eat those and then lie to my face uh, uh, about them being good. But then she does seem to appreciate that he did that. Yeah. Um. 
but she's thankful but they... for uh, how well he has been treating her and the uh, breakfast and helping out. Uh, and she kind of seems to soften up here. And then they start to go home uh, through this these darkened streets and they come across a uh, utility pole. And uh, Taiga just starts laying into it with all of her frustrations. She's like, nobody understands us, Ryuji. Nobody understands me. I... I hate I hate my nickname the Palm Top Tiger. I hate that everyone thinks I'm small. What's wrong with being small? I'm just listen. Can people just lay off me for a bit? Uh, and uh, Ryuji just joins in, and they both just spend a minute just yelling out all of their. They just take out their teen angst on this telephone pole. They just really lay into it and yell out all of the things that. Uh, are bothering them and they feel like they have been wronged in some way and they just beat up on this telephone pole you know i have to say that this scene is very uh true to being a teenager i would say there are oh my god it's swimming in teen angst Ugh, just inject that shit straight into my veins lexi yeah it's it's very good like this is like a plus like teen drama just letting out all of your frustrations and emotions and all of the things you think about yourself and other people just airing your grievances of of the world into a telephone pole yeah as you beat something yeah um which and they do manage to tilt it yeah they managed to tilt it and tiger's like hell yeah we tilted that telephone pole tilted that shit um but then she's like well i'm glad that we had that really intimate moment um Let's never talk again. <laughs> we'll be done. You and I are through. Uh, uh, and she just kind of leaves poor Ryuji standing there. Yeah. Ry- confused about that. Ryuji like looks confused, but also there's like, mm, this hurts and I don't know why. <laughs> like that is what I get from his face there is like, I don't know why I'm sad right now. <laughs> yeah. He's like, no, that's not, that's not what I wanted at all. Like he, but- he for all reason should be glad to have her out of her, out of his life and yet and yet he's sad (laughs) he is sad uh he does come to school the next day uh before Um, before he goes to school there's a brief scene where he has breakfast with his mother and uh his mom's like oh is taiga not coming to breakfast today i miss her uh she was she was more interesting she she was interesting and it's nice to have people around and uh did did you two get in a fight and Ryuji's like no we didn't get in a fight so it's kind of weird and like the the scene ends with Ryuji opening the rice thing and seeing that there's a whole bunch left because he made rice for three made too much rice yeah we've all been there haven't we we've all just thought we could make enough rice and then we just made way too much yep i've done that many times (laughs) uh but i don't think i don't think ryuji's the type to accidentally make too much rice unless it was habit for him Mm. hmm Mm. but uh ryuji goes to school the next day and when he gets to the classroom, uh, some desks have kind of been 
pushed around and everyone's like hey ryuji we're sorry about all those rumors we said <laughs> they just fucking got bullied and yeah sorry hey i know we said you were dating uh, that really mean girl who was not just in here a second ago um we take it back we take it all back taiga set us straight um uh also it, it's obvious that you're very a very nice person <laughs> well they say and she also told us that you're really nice and we should treat you nicer and not treat you like a delinquent and he's like what what <laughs> what <laughs> why <laughs> uh and like the one of the kids is even like i listen i told y'all that uh ryuji was wasn't a delinquent you should have listened to me in the first place and everyone's like shut up you never said anything shut like the that fuck up. you didn't say that no you didn't uh and Ryuji's like, uh, what, what's Taika up to? She is going way too far. She said that they, she was just going to ask, like, uh, act like we didn't even know each other last night. Uh, so Ryuji is kind of like looking for Taiga, and he runs into Minori. And she's like, hey, Taiga explained the situation to me. You don't have to worry about, uh, you don't have to worry about it. I'm really sorry about that big scene I made on the rooftop. This is some soap opera shit at this point. We're getting into soap opera territory a little bit because it's all about who said what to who. Yeah. And and the perceptions everybody has, seems to have had. Um, but Ryuji doesn't seem to take any of this in because he's worried about Taiga being worried about him. Yeah. Uh, this is what I'm talking about in that this is this is the the teen melodrama right here. Yeah. Um, he... I he doesn't even like take this moment to talk to Minari a whole bunch. Like this is the person who came to find him. Who came to find him? This is uh the person Ryuji has had a crush on forever, and he's not gonna take these brief moments to like talk to her more or anything. He's got Taiga on the mind. <laughs> what he does do is though he goes to the fire escape to sort of think about things mm -hmm. stare off into the city um and he accidentally stumbles upon taiga about to confess her love to um kitamura thank you kitamura uh she's not doing a great job of it no but uh she does sort of you know uh grit her teeth and uh get all the words out yeah she she stumbles through it she kind of rambles a bit and uh as she's going through it uh, kitamura is like wait uh i thought you and ryuji were a thing and and she's like no ryuji and i aren't a thing we would never be a thing um and kitamura's like so you hate him and taiga says no i don't i don't hate him it's just, and then she goes into this, like, little speech about the way uh, Ryuji has made her feel over this, like, past few, these past few weeks. <laughs> and it's, like, it's, like, very obvious, uh, the thing of a person talking about something from the heart and they don't know what they're saying. But God, it is. So, I understand that the whole concept of this show is that they secretly like each other, but also like 
the amount of just blushing that happens in this <laughs> this show is like I don't know how anybody gets away with not understanding what is happening here. Yeah. Uh I think Kitamura like gets it though. Like she he, he interrupts her her confession to be like, "Oh, I see what's happening here. You are really nice when you're around uh Takasu." So I get it. We'll all be great friends. And she's like, "No, I'm, I'm saying that I like you a lot. I'm, con- I'm confessing my feelings to you." And he's like, "Yes, we'll be great friends, you and I." He's like, just like, is like, yes, obviously we'll be good friends. Because well, don't worry, don't worry, we'll be, we're gonna be good friends. <laughs> just like <laughs> you can see, t- brutal. You can see the frame where her heart breaks. <laughs> Fucking brutal. He's like, yeah, don't worry. I know what you're saying, but we'll maybe you know we'll be friends, and that that it'll be exactly what you're looking for from me. Uh, and Taiga is just kind of standing there, dumbstruck, like, what what just happened? What did I just say? What's going on? Uh, and Ryuji comes down, and he's like, well, I'm surprised you were actually able to do it. <laughs> I thought you were going to cry, he says. (laughs) Uh, And she's like, what the, what the fuck? What's going on? What are these feelings? I hate this. Um, uh, I don't want to see you get out of my life. Um, And he's like, no, no, stop. Uh, We're going to, we're going to get through this together. I'm not leaving you alone. Uh, all that stuff you said about me was very nice, and the reason I did it is because I kind of like helping you. <laughs> I like helping you. I, yeah, and he says, "You know what? I'm not. A, I'm not your dog. I'm not a dog. I'm. I'm going to be a dragon because those are the those two things are equal, and they're the o- That's the only other thing I can think of that can stand on the same level as." A tiger, which you are. Yeah. So we are going to get through this being a teenager together, side by side. We will we will go. And Taiga starts to storm off and uh and he and she's like, Well fine. She kicks him again just yeah, for good measure. Just, just for one good last time. A real a real good kick in the in the ass she gives him and she's like well you're gonna have to prove yourself you're gonna have to prove that you're a dragon to me because i don't believe it uh but let's get going uh she says in the meantime we need to re-strategize we're gonna we're gonna go get some breakfast and we're gonna talk tactics yeah because i i'm not giving up on kitamura but very quietly (laughs) in her mind she says he called me taiga (laughs) fucking Fucking teenagers. Fucking teens. <laughs> teens. Yep. Ugh. Complex God, feelings. God. They don't know what they're about. They don't get it. Ugh. And, you know, I I probably sympathize so much with Ryuji because he's just a little bit into it when somebody's just slightly mean to him. <laughs> yeah. Listen. Not, you know, not all the time, but just a little bit. Just a little bit. For some flavor. You gotta have a dynamic, you mm-hmm. know? 
it's nice to have someone who kind of grounds you a little bit and where's the banter where's the ah, banter yeah, that's what you're looking for is the banter yeah someone who can like really uh, really throw some punches uh, when you're talking with them that's what it's about i sympathize i think sympathize with my man here. yeah I, I had a feeling that you would sympathize with Ryuji a lot. I th- you, it's not fair because you're you're baiting me is what you're doing. <laughs> you're 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 luring me in. You're luring me in with ones that you know that I is a genre that I enjoy. And you're at some point you're gonna pull the rug out from underneath me and you're gonna give me a really weird one to watch. Uh-huh. And it'll be like it'll be like dunking me into a cold pool. <laughs> Uh, but I've been in the hot tub chilling this whole time, and suddenly you're gonna push me off into the cold deep end. Yep. Uh, right, right now I'm just like you're sitting in the hot hot, hot tub, and I'm just like slowly raising the heat, just like getting yeah, your real dr- react, <laughs> real relaxed. Bring- <laughs> and then you're, you're bringing me drinks. You're like turning the bubbles, the jets on. One of these I'm days, I'm comfy right now. One of these days, though, I'm going to come up behind you with just a cold bucket of water. Cold bucket of water, and I'll (laughs) never see it coming. You could be like, and hold on, here's your drink. And by the way, bud, I'm going to dump a big cold bucket of water on your head. And I'm like, yeah, okay. It won't matter because I'm so cozy in the hot tub. And it'll get me. It'll get me even though I know it's coming. Um, But that is... That is... uh, Toradora. Uh I think these the it is a nice real relaxing show. A real nice sit in the hot tub. Uh kind of reminiscing about uh the high school days. Thinking about your teen angst. Uh God, I don't want to relive my teen angst, but I will watch teen other teenagers struggle um, through it. That's fine with me. Yeah. This this show is good to me, like thinking about like teenage friendships and stuff like that it it does sometimes bring to mind the fonder memories of uh high school which i don't have much fond memories from high school but this show is able to bring them about uh which is nice it uh it is very sweet it's a sweet show except that i think that taiga's too mean to ryuji and that's my final word uh until we watch more if we ever do well with uh with toradora covered we have rounded out what i am calling the uh the millennial division of our bracket of decades the tournament of decades for the tournament of decades for our tournament arc uh was this not on the was this on the millennial side, this one was in 2008, wasn't it? It was in 2008. It, it's, uh, I'm still considering it in the millennial side because this show came out when we, two millennials, were growing up and in high school. Um, next. That is very true. As we've said, we were both 13 and 14, respectively. Yes. So, uh, so next episode, we are going to start out the zoomer division with a show that aired in the 2010s that i think you are going to really like it is the impetus of this entire show the show i have been wanting to show you this entire time oh it's a slow build my hero academia
Oh my god. <laughs> um, okay. We'll get into my history with this show next time, but I you should know that I did a My Hero uh, Academia project uh, for work recently. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So you probably so I, are familiar with some of these characters. I couldn't tell you a single one of their names, but I know the green-haired boy. Mm-hmm. Um, Frog Girl. Frog Girl is very is a fan favorite character. I imagine so. Um, and there's sort of a mean grenade hand boy. Oh yes, you're uh, gonna you're gonna has, meet him. <laughs> who who seems mean? Um, but who can say? I have I have no context for the show. But that'll be next time. So, uh, next time we will be talking about My Hero Academia, the first two episodes. Uh, you can. Tweet at us at at the show Twitter, which is at SakugaPod. You can tweet at me if you have any thoughts about butchering names or uh, mispronunciations or things I got wrong about the plot in, at Hexoflexi. And you can get at me, not with any of those things, because I don't know and I am trying to learn... So it would be bad for you to bully me about it. But if you really want to get in the weeds about Kingdom Hearts and Kingdom Hearts 2, then I'm your guy. And you can tweet me uh, on Twitter at not underscore daredevil. You can also email us for uh, with any tips or suggestions because, God, do we not know what we're doing. Uh, I really, really don't know what we're doing. Can't stress that enough. Um but I would also love to hear your suggestions if you leave, you know tweeted us, you leave a comment somewhere on some sort of platform. We would appreciate that. Yeah, anything uh, to drive that algorithm right through the roof, baby. Yeah, the important one for that one is going to iTunes to rate us a whole bunch of stars. Uh, you can also contact us at studyinsakuga at gmail dot com. Nice emails only, please. Nice emails only, please. I have to, I have to read those emails, so I nice emails only. Be kind. Lexi from the future back again to thank Rainbow Lithium for the wonderful art she made for our podcast cover art uh, that Holden used in his design for it. Uh, thank you again. But anyway, with all of that business done, we have studied the Sakuga of Toradora, and we can consider, for now, this place to be closed. Dun, dun.